This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is False and Defamatory, the impact of defamation and weaponized social media. Trigger warning. This podcast discusses topics related to emotional abuse, gaslighting, verbal abuse, threatening language, cyberbullying, intimidation tactics, and thoughts of self-harm, which may be triggering for some listeners. The content includes descriptions of manipulative behavior, psychological distress, body shaming, online harassment, and other forms of abusive behavior and emotional trauma. Please take care of yourself and consider your mental and emotional state before listening. If you need support or someone to talk to, please seek help from a trusted friend, family member, or mental health professional. Thank you for listening. We are now in March of 2021. And we just got the email from H's attorney that he was going to be representing her as an intervening plaintiff in the lawsuit. The next post was a libelous Instagram story post on March 1st of 2021. In this post, she just took a picture of herself in her closet in an outfit and says, sneak peeks. Can you tell I'm loving my job again? That's right. Stalkers can't stop me. Hashtag keep sending those letters. Again, here she is making fun of the retraction letters that we were sending her in a defamation case, you have to send within 90 days, at least in the state of Texas, the time limit is 90 days to the person who made the statements requesting their retraction of false and defamatory statements. She made another libelous Instagram story on March 1st, 2020. And it says, I just updated a ton of my highlights. I had a thousand pictures stolen from my phone and deleted off my accounts. Gosh, it makes me sick to even say it out loud. Anyway, I went through my stories and tried to update some of the highlights with pictures of the work I've done to the house so far. And I was also able to save pictures if you guys DM me about a story. So anytime you ever have a question, I always welcome it. That let me save so many pictures today. Thank you for messaging me. I enjoyed chatting with y'all. So she has created some highlights on her Instagram. However, by this time, she is also said that she's been able to recover everything. So it's unclear why she is saying that this is such a help to her because she was able to find these pictures if she's already been able to recover them. The next post is on March 3rd of 2021. And this is a slanderous video. She was doing a Facebook live sale talking about her stalkers and making fun of, once again, the retraction letters. I have some crazy freaking, oh God. It's like, do I finish the sentence and get another letter? I don't care, but... <laughs> Someone's knocking on your door. Yes, God, send me another letter, please. I say the word. You can't say anything on, or you can. You can definitely still say it if you want to. I just have other things to focus on besides stalkers. There you go. Send the letter. The truth will all be out soon. You'll see. You know they're watching too. At least they're contributing to my views. That's going to be a paragraph. I think that everybody is nice. And so when I encounter people that aren't, I'm like, I kind of like tell myself those don't exist. Those people don't exist. So... Yeah, like, no, y'all, doesn't matter. Like, I literally don't read anything negative. If I would have read negative things about myself five years ago, we would have solved this mystery a long time ago, but I didn't know. So in this video, she knows that she's not supposed to be talking about the case, and she knows that she's not supposed to say things like stalkers and the other kind of crimes that she's accused me of, but she does it anyway. And then she goes even further to make fun of the retraction letter that she was sent. The next post was made across multiple forums. This was a libelous post and it was shared on some stories. On the screen, the text says, a few on my to-do list today, wash off spray tan and pray for the best, makeup and hair, film it for content, shoot outfit pics and videos, daytime live video to bring in extra sales in case I'm about to be radio silent on here. Mama got to pay her employees. Cancel my ski trip. The boys are still going, but I'm staying with 
Call funeral homes and pick casket. Freaking gross to even type. Choose burial site. Act like none of this is happening when I see... 5011 times today. Visit BFF and her new baby we prayed for. Answer 43,687 questions from investigators about my case. Pray the pipes are fixed today from snowpocalypse. Run my business and handle employees cheerfully. Take house guests to the airport. Try to smile and act like life is gravy so I don't sound like a miserable profanity. That profanity ain't easy, y'all, but I'm still thankful to be here. So once again, she is claiming that she needs to talk to investigators, which implies that I've committed some crimes, and she knows that that is not the case. The next post is from a live video that she made on March the 4th on Instagram. But today has been eventful as it usually is. You cannot make this up. One day, one day you'll figure it out friends. One day I'll be able to freaking tell you all the fun things. Even better. After the live video, she also creates a long story kind of rant about all of this stuff. She talks in a lot of circles and doesn't really say any one thing. It's just further carrying on her narrative. But we've had a lot of stuff going on and I have to like keep him. Honestly, it was like one of the best conversations I've ever had. Like, have you ever had like a breakthrough conversation where you're like, oh my God, we are so on the same page right now. That's how it was, which is crazy because this roller coaster that we've been on the last year and a half or so is freaking nuts. And man, sometimes we're on the same page and sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, but it, thank God I'm patient. So I know it's probably so, okay, here's the deal. A lot of y'all know what I'm talking about. 99% of you don't because I don't have conversations with 20,000 people every day. I feel like I do, honest to God. But so I know some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about, but this is easiest way for me to update the 200 people I talk to every day. So number one, yeah. God, I just, I'm not good at not being able to just tell y'all all the things. Like I cannot wait to be able to. It's literally like I'll work the rest of my life to be able to do that for you because I, I like, it's like, a popcorn is just bubbling out of my mouth. I can't, I know this sounds so crazy to y'all. Okay, I used to wonder why I wanted to record every single thing. Like how come when I'm sad, like there's so much stuff that's happened in my life that I don't record. Um, There's so much stuff that happened in my life that I don't record or that I do definitely record. I have literally recorded thing, but like that I haven't posted. And I always wonder like, what is it that makes you like want to record that? And I think it's because for the last couple years, I haven't really really been able to like feel the things that are happening because I have this chaos going on behind the scenes and I didn't know what it was or why it was or where it was coming from. And now I've definitely figured it all out. Like we all have figured it all out. Oh my God, it is so enlightening and such like things are falling together exactly the way I prayed for them to. You know when like you know things are supposed to be a certain way and you just have to get to that point or like prove it or things like that. So we got there, but then like, it's just such a roller coaster, you know, like one minute you're like, oh my God, this is the best news ever. Like we're finally ahead of the game. And then the next minute you're like, oh my God, I just, do you say it all and then you tap it all. It's like, girl, they know what you're talking about. <laughs> or at least like, you don't have to keep telling them. But anyways, you start telling yourself that you are like going insane, literally. Like, you know, you're not, you know, you're not causing it. You don't know what is. Now it's like all starting to make sense. And then when it clicks, well, I guess it's made sense for a little while, for several months now, but now like actual facts of why it didn't make sense are coming through and you're, it's like, I don't know. It's like you already knew the truth, but now to see it like on physical paper is just, I can't explain it. All I can tell you, it starts all making sense and you're so, so happy. And like, I'm okay with that because I can, I can wade through those emotions like, I've dealt with a lot of in my life, like so much. Oh my God. But we all have literally, you have too. I promise you, you have probably more than you think you can carry. You probably might carry more later on and think you can't carry it, but you absolutely can. And I say that because I know I literally have been at the edge of the, oh God, don't make me get emotional. But I literally was like at the end of my rope. And I promise you just can't quit. Because if you quit, you'll never feel what it feels like to have it all taken off. And then you'll see that it does get so much better because I need you to believe in me. And I'm literally like looking at my own self. Some days I am looking at my own self. That it does. And trust me, I did not believe it. And I am not a not believer. I am a high girl to the fullest. I believe all things always get better. And I got there. I got there. I, some days I walk around this house and I'm like, I can't believe I got knocked down so hard. I can't believe I literally thought there's no up. Like I literally did think that. And you have to know if I literally, like I'm a hope dealer. If I can get knocked down that far, you can get knocked down that far. It, it can happen. 
but you will absolutely rebound. You will. You won't if you quit, but you will. And it feels so good. Like nothing compares. No house, no friend group, no nothing. But man, I feel like the luckiest girl in the world. I know it sounds so crazy, but I literally have this phone full of people who literally like watched me hit the bottom. Like y'all, some of y'all don't even know how low. Like, and I'm telling you, it's freaking amazing to know that I have these people in my phone who literally, and they're not just in my phone because they show up at my house. Like, I love it. First thing that I would like to point out is sometimes the defendant says that she hasn't been able to get on the internet or that I, meaning everyone on the troll blogs, hate blogs, have given her such anxiety that she cannot get on the internet. And at the top of this story, it shows you in an Instagram story dashes or dots of how many stories there are. And it is full. It is full. There are so many stories that the dashes at the top of the Instagram story are little tiny dots. Additionally, she says that she knows not everybody knows what's going on. But then later she says that they do know what's going on. They do. She has talked about this ad nauseum since November of 2020. So to be pretending like she hasn't already blabbed it all over the internet is, I will never understand that. But she does say that she wants to update the 200 people that she does talk to every day. One of the things that she typed on screen during this long story video is something to the effect of the lady at the bank today said this is just like a movie. So she's not just saying this to her phone, her friends in her phone. She is also saying it to anybody who will listen. She also claims in this video that she finally has actual facts and physical paper of this proof. I would like to point out that nothing was ever turned over. There has never been any proof of any of her claims whatsoever. So here again, she is claiming that she has proof, which is one of the reasons why she can't claim a defensive opinion if she's stating it as fact. But in fact, she has no proof. She never had any proof. She never will have any proof because these are fabricated lies. So she also towards the end is very emotional and crying and imploring her followers that they are the reason that she is able to keep going and that she's encouraging them to keep going. She's also implying that she has had thoughts of harming herself and how important the people in her phone are to her. The next post is an Instagram live video made the next day on March the 5th, and she titles this video, What's Really Going On? She titled it that because she notoriously will talk in circles and say certain things, and then she knows that that will get people to tune in and watch her videos, her views will go up. And so she titled it that on purpose to get the views higher. Now I'm at a point right now with the stuff that I'm dealing with where I can talk about it if I want to. I just don't want to deal with the stress that comes from what's going to happen from one of the 79 people watching this right now who isn't really the person that their account says they are if I do say anything and I just figure I'll let the attorneys and the investigators work it out. Like I don't need to I don't need to sit here and tell you things because people who need to know do, and the people who don't know, you'll figure it out eventually. Like, I, I'm not worried about nothing. I ain't got nothing to lose, nothing to worry about. So I'm totally fine. But also, it the fact that I couldn't tell y'all everything that was going on was getting, making me so upset that it made me not want to talk about my business because you're my friends. I always like write down or record every single thing that happens to me in my life. And I used to wonder why. And now I'm in this situation with like investigators, attorneys, the police, all this stuff. And I'm like, thank God I literally wrote down everything or like screenshotted text messages so often and sent them to my friends and all that stuff. Because when stuff gets deleted from your phone, you don't have that information anymore. But then you get it back or when the company like, thank God, Apple, I cannot tell you enough. I don't know how Google works or Android works, but you get the right people at Apple and they will move mountains for you. Just be kind to them and they'll be nice. But anyways, so I'm working through all this stuff and while I'm working through it, I'm trying to rebuild my business because it definitely took a dive and I'm trying to investigate a bunch of stuff. I was telling you last night in my stories, like you just feel like, oh my God, like I cannot handle this. And I never feel like that. I literally in 38 years, I have never felt like I cannot handle it. And this year I felt like with this blow that happened with my whole situation that I'm dealing with, it got me to the point where I was like, oh my God, I can't handle it. It's just, it it broke me down, like into tiny little pieces, thumped on them, all the things. Guys, over the last six months, I think a lot of why I didn't get on the internet is because I was so embarrassed that this happened. I felt so stupid. Oh my God. 
and I was so like sad and just shocked and like you don't even know I don't even still to this day know all of the depths of it I guess I'll know a lot more one day um but you you don't even know like where to look but you're just in this like oh my god I need to protect my family but you don't even know what the monster looks like and then the monster that you do know you thought you knew them or you thought you knew how deep it could go and you have no idea and I still don't know every detail I'm ever gonna know for sure. But what I won't do is be ugly about it at all. Like I'm, that is not my personality type. I have never been that type of girl in my entire life. I will never be that type of girl who hates other people or like hates on them or anything like that. In the internet business, I know how hard it is with people who say mean things behind the screen. I don't encounter it a ton. And now I realize I encountered it even less than I thought I was before because it definitely wasn't a bunch of people okay you may want a new insurance agent jake from state farm <laughs> oh what happened oh we have that person in here again oh well we know who that is i applaud you for having that much time shouldn't you be like sending a letter or something Once again in this video, she references attorneys and investigators. She also says that she has nothing to lose. And so she has just decided that she doesn't really want to talk about everything because she was afraid that she couldn't, but she actually has nothing to lose. And she also says that she was feeling some type of way because she couldn't share what was going on. Once again, she has shared it almost daily as we've already seen in the numerous clips. And so it's really unclear what she means by that or if she's just forgotten that. I'm not really sure why she keeps saying that because she has shared this over and over and over and over again. She also talks about Apple and how Apple is so great to work with and has helped her so much and zero reports or anything from Apple was ever turned over in Discovery. She's made claims before that there were devices logged into her iCloud. No list like that was ever turned over. So she's saying all of this to make it sound like she actually has this proof when in reality, nothing was ever turned over. At some point during this video, an Instagram account with the name Jake from State Farm logs in and starts commenting some things. Immediately, the followers and the defendant assume that it is me. And she even references when she is responding to this Jake from State Farm Instagram account, shouldn't you be sending me a letter right now? She's already been making fun of the letters. That is a direct reference to me. So she is now alleging that I've gone on Instagram and made a fake account called Jake from State Farm just so I can comment on her videos. One other really interesting thing, she says this quite a bit, how she would never be rude to anyone on the internet and she would never say mean and hateful things about someone on the internet, which I just think is very interesting because that's the entire reason why we're here. She created a false narrative about me and defamed me online for two years, which is the very definition of saying mean things about people on the internet. The next post is a libelous post made on Facebook on March the 6th, 2021. The post says, the levels that people will go just to stalk someone else are just mind-blowing. But if you're willing to look like an idiot and keep acting like you love me so much to find out what I'm doing, I'm going to let you. Tell the fam I said hi. Also, the best part of this petty post is that there is literally more than one person right now wondering if I'm talking about her. Make sure y'all group text about it. I wish I could record my laugh and add it. In case you wondered, it's that annoying fat face kind of laugh I have. Happy Saturday, y'all. And here's a pretty picture of me just because I can't sell this sweater anymore. It's sold out. Thanks for the motivation. I'll add an extra because the jeans release tomorrow. It's been over a year and a half since I've been able to release denim that I designed from scratch and mama is ready. And in the end, that's what really matters. P.S. To everyone who told me to wake up, I'm woke. Thank you for your patience. I'm not exactly sure what she is talking about in this post, but she's definitely referencing stalkers, which is something that she has accused me of for some time. It's unclear if she is referencing H in this or I honestly don't know. But since she talked about stalking, it falls in line with the same narrative that she has been spreading about me and so it was turned over as evidence in this case. The next libelous post is on March the 7th 
and this is a Facebook post. She is sharing an event that she tried to create, and it says, Oh, don't get it twisted, devil. There is nothing I love more than a challenge. And on the screen, there is an error message from Facebook saying that she couldn't create an event. She's also using the picture that Laura was trimmed out of, the picture of all of the girls in denim with the defendant, the one where Laura was standing directly next to the defendant, and then now has been cropped out of. That is the photo that she is using in this post. And the comments, the defendant says, just documenting this, well, you know why. And then there's a screenshot of another error. Her followers comment, guess they really want to go to hell. Another follower says, oh my effing hell. Another follower, OMG, move the F on seriously. Another follower, they still don't have anything better to do. Another follower, for the love. Another follower, what the actual hell. Another follower, are you even kidding me? Another follower, what in the entire hell? Satan can't beat a strong woman loved by many. You got this girl. It's your proud moment. The defendant responds to a follower and says, it's literally just making me want to talk about it even more. And then a follower says, ugh, what are those devils doing? Why can't they leave you alone? Another follower, it's probably all about jealousy. Why would someone spend so much time doing this to another person? Absolutely ridiculous. Another follower, and the fact that they've been caught and lawyers are involved, they are still doing this to her. It's sick. Another follower, obviously they have some mental issues since they continue to do what they have. Maybe if they had a life, they wouldn't worry about others. Another follower, please report to the police. Another follower, it's unbelievable. Girl, I'm sorry. Another follower, what? That's crazy. Another follower, wow, when will people learn? Defendant always finds the way. So once again, in this post, she didn't even say anything. She didn't say my name. She didn't say H's name. She didn't say stalker. She didn't say anything. All she said was, don't get it twisted, devil. There's nothing I love more than a challenge. And her followers knew exactly what she was saying. They are referencing myself. They are referencing H. They are referencing the allegations that I have stalked her, the inference that I have somehow sabotaged her Facebook account. They know exactly what she's saying without her really saying much. There is another libelous post also made on the same day on March the 7th of 2021, and it says, Here is a spec sheet for my newest denim line that is live right now. If you have any questions, this will help. Also, in case you wondered if I actually designed these myself, you don't decide specs when you private label, sweetie. Here she's referencing some posts that she had referenced in the past that were made on Gomi and potentially Reddit that said that she wasn't designing her own clothing. I haven't been able to design from scratch a pair of denim in almost two years, so this was a labor of love. A pandemic two seasons of Chinese New Year shutdowns, determining wash strength from WhatsApp videos, sample after sample, back and forth, determining when to say no, which is so hard because I want 100 styles, settling on styles and washes when you want all the denim for your people, the style name labels spelled wrong at the end of production, size ratios, hang tag designs, all new buttons, and I finally got to put just the medallion on there, and so much more. In the middle of this, I built my dream home. That sounds glamorous, but OMG, it was a beast. But it appraised for double so it's an investment now. At the same time, my dad who lives with me was diagnosed with terminal cancer and had 70% of his liver removed and then got put on hospice and he is still here. And the icing on the cake, two of the closest people in the world to me who were paid generously to run my business were actually doing everything they could to terrorize me and sabotage my company behind my back together. The lawyers and investigators handle that now. Oh, and one is suing me for a million bucks for telling y'all about it. Facts are facts. Pray I'm her last victim. I wasn't her first. Hashtag add that to your letters. Y'all, when you realize everything that I'm going through right now and what I was able to get through, I hope it gives you so much hope because it was all worth it because I did it by myself with the encouragement from my internet friends. Happy shopping and thank y'all so much for snagging so many. Y'all are the freaking best. We already started working on the next drop. Tell me what you want to see next time. What inseam, what color wash, what distressing. Did you love my old two inch waistband? These don't gap in the back either. P.S. The yellow highlighted columns are my sample sizes. Most companies will sample their clothing off the smallest size available, which is a size two. I sample my clothing off of what fits me and what fits the customer that I dress the most. I'm now a four because stress makes you 
skinny, but I'll be plumper by summer. I love y'all. Thank you. Even the crazy ones. Hashtag motivation. Documenting all this from my memories. I love my job. So once again, she is trying to sell an item. She is doing a launch of denim. And so she is putting this backstory in there as if people haven't heard it before about this sob story that she's going through with these stalkers and how horrible they were. Meaning us. She directly references the employees that she paid generously to run her business. And by the way, shop my jeans. She also says in here that we've done this before. She is again referencing my lawsuit with my prior business partner that had nothing to do with anything like this. It was just a breach of contract at the end of our partnership. She makes another libelous post again on March the 7th of 2021 and it says, a massive thank you to my brand stylist. You women built me up so high this year and I was at rock bottom last year. I cannot say it enough. I'm blessed to know you and lucky to have you as my friends and representatives of my company. Here's just a few of them. Let's get that stylist retreat on the books. We need the rest of y'all in the next pick. Hashtag no stalkers in this pick. So once again, she is just making a simple post thanking her brand stylist, but then has to throw in there hashtag no stalkers in this pick. Also on March the 7th, she was making a live video and here is a slanderous clip that she made while on Instagram live. Something's wrong again with my, I think it's going to be just like a season for us called the entire life um, of like, I don't know. I don't have access to make events right now on Facebook and someone keeps reporting all my posts as spam. I don't know who that could be. But anyways, uh, that's going to be a letter. Anyways, that's happening right now. That's why I had to make the event on my personal page, which sucks because some of y'all don't get notified. Also, if it does get to the point with all this craziness that I'm dealing with, that I have to make my personal Facebook private, you'll already be on my friends list. And I think it only lets you add 5,000 friends. And I usually never add like friends, which doesn't really matter because everything I post is public. But um, if I do have to make it private, at least if you're on my actual friends list, it will let you still see the post. So in this video, she says that someone has been reporting her Facebook page as spam. Wonder who that's going to be. Insinuating that it is me. Even says that's going to be a letter. So she knows exactly what she's implying. She knows that her followers will know exactly what she's implying. She's also telling her followers to go and friend her personal Facebook page. So sometimes she says that her social media accounts were private and tries to make it as if it was just like friends and family. But here she is clearly trying to to get her customers, her followers to also be on her personal page so that they can see whatever she is posting, no matter what account she's posting on. She also frequently tells people to share her posts, which is customary for a business. However, in most of her live videos, she is making false and defamatory claims. So her customers sharing all of these things is just furthering the defamation and increasing the reach of people who will see and hear it. Also on March the 7th, she started unhiding a lot of old posts on her Instagram and Facebook, and these were posts that I was in. It's unclear why she was unhiding all of the posts that she had with me, but she did. And one of them is a picture of us. We are in California and the caption says, this is how happy we are right now. In six minutes, all boxes sold out. Y'all, we are still in a pandemic and our clients are still the MVPs. We added in 51 more boxes, just swapped out one small item for another. And then there are three left this second. When I started this post, there were seven. I can't believe it. We are so thankful. And that frees us up to create so many new things for y'all. We are working on responding to direct messages and sending y'all the product links you're asking for. If I haven't responded to any of your direct messages, just hop over there and send me another message so yours will pop up at the top of my box. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Seriously, I cannot say it enough. Y'all are bringing me back to life. And in this post, it's a picture of she and I together. And the box that she's referring to is her number one selling item. She frequently says how I was trying to destroy her business or sabotage her business when clearly that's not the case. And by her own admission, she has a post with me, very excited about the result of the sales for that month's 
box. And so her claims that I was trying to destroy her and ruin her business really don't hold up. So again, I'm not sure why she started unhiding posts where I was in them, but she did around this time. On March the 9th, she made a rather long Instagram story about all of this, and it lasted for many videos, many minutes. Sometimes if she didn't make a live video that day, she might do this in her stories because once again, she would often max out on her Instagram stories, which is 100 Instagram stories per day. But the first thing I was going to tell you was a lot of y'all, obviously, everybody in the world is asking me, oh my God, what's going on? And I had anything, like I didn't tell all the details or whatever, because honestly, just like I told the police, like I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know what you're allowed to say. To me, like if it's true, how come you can't just say it? But here's the deal. Since I'm already being sued for telling y'all everything anyways, why not? I was so scared for a long time because I thought that certain things could be taken away from me and now they can't. And so I just didn't want to put my family in jeopardy. I didn't want to, you know, you don't know what to do. I didn't, I didn't have any, what to do. What can you say? You're just like, oh my gosh, this is really happening to me and I don't know what to do. So my first instinct is to go to my internet friends and say, what the hell do I do guys? And um, then I got sued when I was the one I thought suing and I'm not doing it. But then I got sued first for a totally different reason. And now that's changed because I guess that reason didn't stick. And now because like literally, I guess because I just tell you all the truth. So I'm gonna get sued for it. like, okay. Also, you can't sue people for telling the truth. Oh, you technically can. You can sue anybody for anything in Texas. I just didn't do that. One of the things that has made me like not really wanna post over the last several months is because I felt like I couldn't get on here and act like, oh my God, my life's on shows when it's not. Not that I usually do that, but like I couldn't tell y'all the details of everything that was happening because I was involved in a lawsuit, which should be the other way around, but I just am not interested in like making money off someone, people to be brought to justice. So, and I said that to the police from the very beginning, cause they were like, you have like a slam dunk civil case. And I was like, that's the thing. I'm not, and it's on record that I said, I'm not interested in that. So yes, I was not on the internet for a long time because honestly, like it's hard for me to get on here and act like it's not like crazy behind the scenes. But I, I started thinking about it last night and I was like, I'm acting like it's crumbling behind the scenes. And I literally just sold um, 400 pair of denim in one day. Like you're not crumbling sister. Why are you hiding and crying and being so sad? Plus, you're telling the truth boo so i woke up today and there was this little meme on facebook and it said sometimes what breaks your heart clears your vision and i thought that is the dang truth uh, last year 2019 i said that 2020 was going to be clear eyes full heart can't lose that was going to be my motto now clear eyes was right broken heart was also right <laughs> like oh my god i also know that the plan all along was that, you know, if I get terrorized so much, I won't get on the internet. And if I don't get on the internet, then I won't make any money. And if I don't make any money, then I might get my house taken away. And that's the end goal. But then also you shouldn't say that stuff if you then go back and post about it on a public forum where you can be tracked. I would not do that. That's not smart. Nothing on the internet is private. But then a little further to like try to make it seem like it like that you can tell all my personal life secrets about my marriage and then think that's gonna like back me in a corner to, to pay money like I'm not doing that I don't care if you I literally don't give a let me be clear I don't give a like let's just put it all out there because the thing is the facts don't change we sat down and we put lawyer fees into my monthly budget and so now not instead of anything but in addition to all the other stuff I need to pay bills for every month I just factored in the cost of an attorney and how much it'll cost to keep this up for forever. I'm fine. I don't care. I have a job. I'm happy to do the needful to prove my point and to also make sure this never happens to someone again because I cannot tell you how thick my skin is. So thick that I'll tell you this. These freaking internet sites that say crazy things, like it doesn't bother me. I know who says it and I don't even look at it. I don't care at all. It's crazy because I really did say all the time before I found out who was saying it and then now that I know who it is it's like my girlfriends and I were talking this weekend and we were like now that we know exactly who they are like it's funny now because now it's like I can explain it just the way every single person every vendor every bank every attorney therapist person I have met along this way says the same thing this is like a freaking movie but the sucky part is that it sucks that you can like trust someone so much with your life, your family, your business, your personal finances, your all the things in the world. And then they tell you, oh, you can trust me so much. I'd never do anything to harm you. I'm not sugarcoating anything. But 
it is sad to think like you can like trust people so much and then they can be working for the devil for so long you know that does suck but it just doesn't make me think all people are bad still and that's hopeful sir is to think that i would let those emotions that circumstance or like this situation to impact my business because i won't get on the internet and that's how i make money every day that's how i pay my bills if you've ever known me to be anything it's probably hard-headed number one and number two like i'll work the rest of my life 100 percent. i'll sell lemonade on the side of the road i'll freaking make clothes sell amazon stuff i'll make crafts i'll make arrangements i don't care i'll do whatever it takes to make sure that my family's never put in jeopardy again what's really sad is how much money will motivate other people and here's the deal i can tell you because i'm sitting where you want to sit money don't make it really don't you can have and look i got this big old fancy house and what does it mean nothing i still cry over dumb stuff i scream at my husband i still tell him i'm gonna divorce him every time he pisses me off i still literally like i'm still a human being every single day of the week i still try to do the right thing i still fail miserably at a million things every day i'm not perfect but because why because i just because i try to be a good human just because you love jesus does not mean you're perfect honey if i was perfect i wouldn't need jesus that's a thing but i think because y'all think like so many people on social media that because i tell people that i love jesus i never tell them i'm a perfect person though do you love jesus does he know what you do i used to say to them jesus sees your text all the time oh god would get so mad holy cow if i ever said that why do you say that that was rude because i'm just saying jesus sees your text and lo and behold I wasn't wrong so like what do you say what I just want to sit down with like Dr. Phil or Oprah or somebody and be like look what was going through your mind whenever you were like rage typing about me like walking in the other room and saying hi or like <laughs> like oh I only read that site to protect her and then next thing you know like you're popping up on there too and then you asked me if I if I thought that that person was and it was you the whole time oh my god way to sell yourself out and then you told on her you told on your bff that you said was not your friend you thought it was weird that she said that your relationship with her was the most important relationship in her entire life and you acknowledged that that was weird a weird statement to make and just like i've told the police and my attorney and your attorney and all these people before today and i said what about us and her husband and her kids and all those other things because wouldn't that like come before anyone else and you were like yes and that's so weird we're not even friends even the cop was like why would it matter if she's going into cardiac arrest after not talking to you for 24 hours? i don't have a relationship and then your mom was like do what like i'm just reminding you stuff that you already know stuff that you already know happened that's on video that is not something i cannot prove is not something i'm gonna lose that trash castle over also y'all so let your kids come over my house if you hate me so much that's so weird mm, you let your kids stay the night here all weekend long but you hate my guys <laughs> like to tell the cops that, and her mom that i had no idea that she didn't that the other person didn't like me oh yeah but no idea that she hates her she's always nice to her face like that is weird is that not a red flag for you here's the deal too i knew a long time ago that there were like tendencies film my internet friends and i went on my facebook page and i unprivated all the stuff that i'd privated for so long because why it's all true i didn't lie there's no lie in those stories there isn't whether i use your first name your last name a pseudonym any of those things that don't change the person that it is but i'll tell you this the idea that y'all would try to do this while you know that i was trying to close on my house so that you could take it away from me is disgusting and i knew by myself i was going to make sure that that didn't happen i knew no matter what happened it any first of all i could live in a trailer park an apartment or a mansion i'll give a damn the same girl i'm gonna tell you all the things exactly how i think them and i'm not for everybody and i totally understand that but i'm for a whole lot of people because i am proof that you do hard things you can go through really awful and you can still think positive and want to do good for people and you money can't buy you that and a lawsuit can't either oh my attorney probably does not want me addressing all this on the internet but to me it's like if the truth never changes then it doesn't matter because i don't add any extra words when i first went to him he said the reason i'm going to take your case is because number one you never brought out a piece of paper you never brought out an email you never brought out a document you just told me all the things and then i looked at your documents and everything you said was verbatim what's on those papers second of all you never told me you're being sued till the very last sentence and he goes next time lead with the lawsuit and I was not that important to me. I would have came to you anyways. I just wasn't concerned with a civil suit. In the beginning, I just wanted criminal charges to be filed because to me, this is a crime. Cyber stalking, bullying, all those things. This is not okay that you can do this. And even more so if you're supposed to be in charge of someone's business. So you can put that right back on paper all you want, but that's a God's honest truth. And that's the crime in all this. And so trying to cover it up is making you very sloppy and very messy. And I know I'm showing my cards here, but I don't care. It's the truth.
What's most important is to know I'm not doing this because I'm broke. I'm not doing this because my business is struggling. I'm doing this fresh off of a day where I had a seven hour meeting with my staff. I did not get on the internet all day. We still hit our sales goal for the day. The day before we were definitely in the five digits. I had a denim launch. So there's literally no reason I would want to do this other than it makes me feel at peace to get off my chest what's really going on and stop hiding and getting off the internet. But just like you said, I'll ruin. No, you will not ruin me. Don't worry. You can't delete it off the thread. You can't have the owner of the site deleted off the thread because it's already screenshotted and timestamped. Sorry, sis. At the end of the day, this is not okay. It's not okay for women to do this to other women, especially never been provoked. You've never had an angry word said to you. I've never been ugly. We didn't have a falling out. I literally had no idea this was you or happening or anything. Either of y'all had no idea. Oh my. No dollars to tell the truth but it could cost me a lot of dollars to hide behind my phone because I'm so embarrassed that I let this stuff happen behind my back because I'm so like scared of nothing. So I don't know what made me wake up today besides that meme and like wanna just spill all the beans, but a lot of y'all already know what's going on anyways. And today happens to be four years since and I filed for divorce. We did about four years ago and we were at the end of our rope. Like I couldn't take it no more. I felt unsafe. I felt not protected. I felt like what is going on? Like something is terrorizing me and I don't know what it is. And I just, I just, I moved out. I got an apartment. I tried to be by myself. I hundred percent was like, all right, I am out. I'm done. I'm finished with this. I'm going to figure out how to keep myself safe. If I can only depend on myself, then I'm going to be by myself. And I'll be honest with you. It situation ain't a lot it really hasn't we have had our ups and downs since then i definitely started feeling the worst i don't want to talk about this part because it'll make me emotional but probably the worst i've ever felt in my whole life in august last year and then november and i would get so upset on social media sometimes and y'all all thought it was because of my dad and it had nothing to do with him but i couldn't tell you and i was like dying to just tell y'all the truth not just my marriage like my work getting so crazy because these things kept happening and I could not explain what was going on because I honest to God did not know everything that I found out in November. In an effort to make me and everybody else who knows the truth stop talking about it, I got a handy dandy little lawsuit in the mail. And at first I was like, what the heck? What is this? How does this work? And then you get scared because you're like, oh my God, that's a lot, a million dollars. But also like, are you crazy? Like I'm not, I'm literally not lying. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you, I don't care. I'm not a perfect person, but no one deserves this. And while this stuff is happening, everybody's asking me like, why don't you tell your friends on the internet? And I, don't, I kept saying it wasn't because of my pride, right? I was like, well, I don't want pity orders. I don't want people to know what's going on. Like, I just wanted to get through this on my own. But then like those same are the ones that you don't want to look like a fraud in front of too, right? So it's like, if you care about your friends on the internet so much that you don't want to be fake, then why are you just not being honest and telling them what's going on? But then I wasn't being honest because I didn't know, like, I don't know how this works. I've never been in this before. I told the police too, like, I don't know what you're supposed to say or not supposed to say. And then I found out, like, you can say anything you want. You can get sued for anything you want. Just, I know I only want to tell the truth. And my attorney was like, just always tell the truth and you'll never be in jeopardy. It's like, okay, that's what I'll do. So that's what I'm going to do. One last thing and then I'll shut up. When all this stuff was happening, like over all these years, the one thing that confused me the most was why was people so nice to me in real life? Like I would meet people in public, I have so many DMs that everyone's so nice, and I couldn't understand like how people, if they knew me, why everyone was so nice in real life. Those so nice people are you, literally the person watching this right now who's not sending me hateful messages. That does not happen. People are not, it's like one in every 10,000 messages and it's usually from a troll page and we kind of know where that comes from. So thank you for being so kind, because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have ever wondered why people like were so nice in real life and then so mean somewhere else. So thank you. If you did nothing else today, you helped me realize that there had to be something wrong with this story. So thank you. So in this video, she once again says that she wasn't able to talk for a really long time and the police and the investigators and she just didn't know what she was able to say or not say, but she's already said it all over and over again. But she just keeps saying that this is why she hasn't been able to get on the internet. While there are tiny dots that represent her stories for just that day, she is talking about how she couldn't get on the internet. She also says that the plan was to ruin her and so that she would have to lose her house. She's seemingly referencing some posts that were made on Gomi where people said that. I've never seen those posts, so I can't verify if those posts were actually 
made, but obviously it was not me that made them because I've never had an account on Gomi. She also references once again, trying to make sure that this never happens to anyone again, carrying on the narrative that I have just done this before and that I just choose my next victim. And she wants to stop that from happening so that no one else ever has to go through this again. She also references that when she talks to any vendor or bank or anybody that she talks to, they tell her that it's like a movie. So once again, she's admitting that she's not just sharing this with her internet followers, but quite literally every person that she comes into contact with, she's seemingly telling them this story. She also says here that I'm working for the devil. And then she weaponizes faith and says, Jesus sees your texts and makes all these references to Jesus and how just seemingly that I wouldn't have any faith because I act like this, but she does. And Jesus sees your texts. She also always says that I had told H that she was the most important person in my life. I don't recall saying that. I also don't think that that would be something that I would have said. However, the defendant has said repeatedly, repeatedly, how H was the most loyal relationship that she ever had. She's also said that her husband could have cheated on her and it still wouldn't have hurt her this bad. And so she goes on and on and on about how H was the most important person in her life. And then she will often say that I said that H was the most important person in my life, which I just think is some sort of projection, much like like she does with all of her other claims. She also is directly referencing me uh, in that she says that I let my kids stay there for a whole weekend, which I have spoken about before. That was the weekend that I let them stay there and then was thrown out of her house prior to a live video. But yes, I sure did let my children stay there. And then she also says that I secretly hated her, but was nice to her to her face and how that's so weird. When in reality, I was maintaining professionalism while the red flags were adding up and adding up and adding up. And I was making the decision that I really needed to exit the situation, but she is making it sound like I've hated her the whole time and that I would say that I liked her to her face, but I was harboring the fact that I hated her. That's not the case. I spent time with her, working for her, and was in her close proximity for a little less than a year and a half. And prior to that, I supported her completely, fully spent $28,000 at her store. And all it took was a year and a half for me to completely change my opinion and my views of her. So I wasn't harboring some secret hate. Being around her is what changed how I felt about her. She also says in this video that it doesn't matter if she's using my name, first name, last name, or a pseudonym. It doesn't change who she's talking about. This was one of the things that we talked about at trial. I was asked, how did I know that she was talking about me in these posts where I wasn't named? And it's because she had carried on this narrative. And she's admitting here that that's what she was doing. She also admits that her attorney probably doesn't want her addressing this on social media. I know that behind the scenes, her attorney was telling her not to talk about this on social media, but she said that she doesn't care because she is telling the truth. She also talks about this being cyberbullying and cyberstalking, which again are crimes. She talks about the police. None of these things are anything that I've ever done, but she is still accusing me of committing crimes against her. There's something that she brings up in this post that I really would rather not address because it is a very personal situation. But she brings up the fact that four years prior, she and her husband almost got divorced. In this video, she is saying that she was fed up and she moved out and is kind of implying that she was deciding that they needed to get a divorce. In reality, her husband did file for divorce four years prior to this, and I'm not going to go into any details that I may know about that. I just think it's interesting and another example of how she kind of rewrites history with her narrative by implying that she was the one who made that decision when in fact it was her husband. She also says that her friends were telling her why was she not sharing all of this on the internet, implying that they were telling her that she just wasn't being fully authentic and that she needed to share all of this with her internet friends. Once again, she has never not shared all of this. So I don't understand the narrative where she is saying that she couldn't get on the internet and she wasn't sharing everything. She definitely was sharing. 
And so here, once again, she's making it sound like her friends are just encouraging her to get on the internet and spill all of these details, even though she already did. She also says something that would be prevalent. She still even references this to this day about how she never encounters any negativity in her real life. And so it never made sense to her why there were troll blogs about her and hate blogs about her online. But now that she knows who it is, it makes sense because it's obviously only one person or two people. And it actually wasn't multiple people writing about her. On the same day, March 9th, she also made an Instagram post and it says, this post is a picture of her with her husband. Happy we almost got divorced today. Four years ago, it was going to happen. It made the internet hate blog within four hours. I thought for sure it had to be somebody on my staff. Who even cares about that? Even worse, revels in it. Turns out those people wouldn't reveal themselves for a couple of years and they would leave their mark. But we would still be standing. Some days barely, a lot of days barely. I can't promise you what tomorrow holds. I don't even know if you're going to piss me off by dinner. But I'll tell you right now, in this second of my life, I'd still choose you. This is when her relative reminds you not to say anything dumb for the rest of the day. Life is crazy, and I'm impressed that we have held on. If I'm honest, I will say I don't know if I would have been able to enjoy today without getting to the place where we have. Let's stay in this spot forever. Well, minor improvements, but you know. Grace upon grace, we can do hard things, and we can inspire others that life is messy and ugly and hard, and really freaking beautiful when you focus on the right things. 3917 RIP with a heart emoji. Linked details in my stories. Listen when you have a few minutes. Each slide matters. The house don't fall when the bones are good. So in this post, she is seemingly blaming me for the fact they almost got divorced four years prior because it made it on the hate blog. She had already talked about how she was feeling so anxious because all of these things were being revealed about her life on the internet and that that's the reason that they almost got divorced. Once again, I'm not going to talk about or speculate on why the real reason was, but she's carrying on her narrative here to pull on the heartstrings of people that I've been trying to ruin her life for so long that it almost caused her and her husband to get divorced four years prior. The next post that she makes referencing this is on March the 13th of 2021. She's sharing a picture of a husband and wife, and she writes the following caption. Extremely thankful for this family, like double caps. There is no feeling like feeling unsafe in your own home. And when I knew I had reached my max, I called them and they immediately came to the rescue. One day I'll share this nightmare I'm walking through with you so you can see that you too can wade through hard things. But I don't tell you you can do it alone. Surround yourself with good humans. When you need them, your world will feel safe again. Once again, she is saying and implying that one day she'll be able to tell everyone all of the details when quite literally she does that almost daily. She makes another libelous post on March the 13th of 2021, and this time she is claiming additional hacking. The post says, this is a Facebook post. My account was hacked. I did not send any requests today. Please do not accept anything you see from me on the internet. The devil knows no boundaries. And then her followers chime in, and they are assuming that she is talking about me and H. How have they not been arrested yet? This is unbelievable. Another follower. I just wonder what is going through their heads. Another follower. I knew something was wrong. You aren't ever this silent. Another follower. They know better. Another follower. Deleted and reported. Another follower. Do these people really not have anything better to do? You figured out it was them. Why can't they just move along now? Psycho. Another follower. I don't understand. Isn't enough enough? Another follower. I got the request and immediately knew better. Sending you all my love and good vibes. Another follower. Wow, not okay. I so thought I won. LOL. I'm sorry they won't leave you be. Another follower. Seriously? I'm so sorry. Another follower. OMG. Can they just leave you alone? So once again, all she says is, my account is hacked. Don't accept any friend requests from me. The devil knows no bounds. And her followers jump in, assume that she's referring to me, and make references to that in their comments. The next post is a live video the defendant made on March 13th of 2021. Yeah, it used to be way more involved in my business. Oh, I saw a text message to Lucifer and Judas yesterday and it said, you guys, I want more information is always better. More communication is always better. And I really, really want to be at my warehouse. And it also said, if you're going to hire somebody, can you please tell me? God. Also, literally... 
so rude to me and I never saw it. How did I not see it? You know, reading it back, you're just like, she was literally so rude. I don't know how I did not see that or why I like stuck up for her so much and she was so freaking rude. Like that's exactly, I would never let her talk the way that I saw in those text messages to someone else. But I guess you just don't see it when you're like in the situation or maybe if you're grieving, I don't know. Uh, if you're watching this and I'm sure you probably will eventually. Why did you do it? Why did you talk like that? That was rude. Also, how are you sleeping? <laughs> one day sometimes i think about things and i'm like it's so crazy that all these people are watching you go through this crazy crazy stuff and like a lot know what's going on and some freaking have no idea at all and then some know a lot of stuff and then they don't know even the crazier stuff and it's so weird and like i was telling the other day or i told the police too yesterday i was like please just remember when all when everything comes out in the wash please just remember the kind of person i was remember my face so when i tell y'all like on when i say something on stories and i'm like remember this day respond to that story because i want to go back and see that later on too and i'll remember what happened that day and we can talk about it but there are a lot of days where i'm just like like today when i wrote i don't even know what the post was but i was like just remember today the hardest thing for me too is not being able to tell like say whatever i want to say i literally told my attorney the other day i was like look I, I don't want no money. The police were like, you're not suing her back. And I was like, hell no. And he was like, why? And I was like, I don't want money. I, that's not what I'm here for. I know I can do that. I don't want to do that. Like, I want this to be, I do not want anybody to ever feel like I felt this last year, right now, tomorrow, today, till it's done. Like, I don't care about, they're like, oh my God, we thought you were suing her back. I was like, no, or suing her first. No, no, you don't have to do that. Like if you, if you know you can, you don't need to. So in this video, she refers to Lucifer and Judas, which she had already made a post prior uh, referencing myself as Lucifer and Judas as H. So she's clearly talking about us, says that she saw a text message in her phone about how she wanted more communication from us. She did text us that at some point. In my mind, I was thinking, I am quite literally giving you a plethora of information in so many different ways. I've already previously talked about how I had made her binder and done a binder reset with essential reports that she needed to review every week. At some point, I had also screenshotted this information and sent it to her via text so that if she didn't have her binder handy, she could reference it. So it was very confusing, but she, when she sent that text about about wanting more communication, but it's that is a true statement. She did say that. She also did say that if we hire someone to let her know, which frustrated me at the time because she was referring to me hiring this girl that was her friend that had been helping us at the warehouse. And I did have those conversations with her. In fact, I couldn't hire the person without getting an hourly rate that we were going to pay her from the defendant. I actually had those text messages. I went back and looked at them at the time that she was saying this to me because I felt crazy. I had talked to her about hiring that girl. I had gone back and forth with how much to pay her. And then the defendant was saying, please ask me before you hire someone. She says once again that she hasn't been able to say everything and she references the police and how she doesn't know what she can say and what she can say. Once again, she has already said it all, but she says this every single day. Shortly after this video was made, the defendant deactivated her social media. Additionally, it came out that during this time, she had filed for divorce from her husband. I tread lightly on this subject because I really don't want to reveal any private information, but it is relevant to the case, so I am just bringing it up for timeline purposes that that happened around this time. She had shut down her social media. She actually said later that she deleted some of her social media accounts, which is something that you're not supposed to do when you are in an active lawsuit because much of the evidence in this case, all of the evidence in this case for defamation and were her social media posts. So deleting or hiding or archiving social media posts or accounts is not something that you should do. It looks like an admission of guilt in this situation. It was also around this time after she had deactivated or deleted certain social media accounts that she started to make new accounts. In total, by the time our discovery deadline hit, she had 32 social media accounts that she had created or had access to through a business of some sort. On March the 25th of 2021, the defendant also filed a subpoena for the police department where she had made all of her claims to get the police report. My attorney sent it to me and I was thrilled. I had been asking repeatedly, where is the police report? Where is the police report? Where is the police report? And so finally, we were going to get it. I couldn't wait to have that report in my hands. 
And then on April the 5th of 2021, something happened in the case that changed the entire trajectory. The internet blew up talking about this. It affected the defendant greatly. And it was just a major event in the case. H filed as an intervening plaintiff in the lawsuit. What that means is she was filing official papers to join the lawsuit and basically say, I have also been defamed. It wasn't just Crystal. This is also happening to me. And her lawsuit contained detailed posts, some of the ones that I've already shared, where the defendant is referencing both of us. So now, not only is there one plaintiff saying, this woman has defamed me, there are now two. And I knew this would be a blow to the defendant. I knew how important H was to her, and I was very nervous for this to happen. I would like to point out, by this time, I had still had no contact with H. Her attorney had emailed my attorneys to let them know that they were going to be filing as an intervening plaintiff. My attorney and her attorney had spoken before, but I had had no contact. I didn't even know the substance of the conversations that were had with H's attorney. I had no idea. All I knew was the email that was forwarded to me at the end of February saying that they were going to be filing as intervening plaintiff. And then the remaining information that I got was what was filed in this petition. The facts of the case in H's intervention state. In October 2014, H began working for the company on a part-time basis while in high school. She worked for the company on and off through college. After graduation, she worked full-time for the company beginning in August 2019 until November 6, 2020. She worked in various roles, including partnership coordinator, marketing coordinator, model, and assistant to defendant. Immediately after leaving employment, defendant began a plan and course of action against H to defame, harass, annoy, slander, and libel intervener to cause injury and damage damage to H personally and to her professional reputation. The defamatory statements defendants made posts on social media platforms, including Instagram and Facebook, were statements of fact, defamatory per se, and untrue. Then they go on to list some of the statements that were made about H. One thing that I want to point out in this petition is the time that H started to work for the defendant, she was in high school. So the defendant was not only accusing me of stalking her for seven, eight, nine, ten years, depending on which post and how many years she is, says at that point, but she's also accusing H of colluding with me. H was a child when she met the defendant and started working for her. The idea that I would have sought out a child to collude with to write an internet hate blog about someone that I spent $28,000 with and then would try to collude and destroy her life is almost as ridiculous as the claim that I was in fact the devil incarnate. Next time on False and Defamatory. I don't have to live my private life in public. I choose to. I woke up one day and was like, are you kidding me? I can say whatever the hell I want to. It is like my happy place. It really is. I'm like way more sad when I can't talk to my internet friends. So the way you can help is shop at my store. We created an email list today for just people that are in close proximity to the warehouse. And literally is 8,800 people literally are that close to proximity to the warehouse that are on our email list. I live in close proximity to her warehouse. That warehouse is 0.3 miles from my home. Those are people that are quite literally my neighbors and people in my own community that are hearing all of her lies. So I'm definitely not someone who has made a habit out of this or done it before. God. So the claims that I was somehow this serial extortionist and I had done this before are completely false. Had I been in a prior lawsuit? Yes. Did it have anything remotely to do with this? No, absolutely not. Don't worry. I look forward to getting a copy of every word I've said in this video on Monday. Just so you know, it's free for me. I'm not gonna lose my business. I'm not gonna lose this stupid lawsuit. And this person had been like stalking me for like more than seven years and I didn't know and I brought them very close to me in my life and my business and oh god it just turned out to be a nightmare. I've never had an account on Gomi. I've never corresponded with Alice Wright or any other member, manager, employee, anything to do with Gomi. 
The person who's responsible, she used to tell me to my face, like, you know, you live your life in fear. I did tell her that. She was constantly obsessing over who was a troll, and it kept her from doing the things that she needed to do for her business. And so I sat her down at one point and said, you have to stop worrying about all of this stuff. You live your life in fear. Plus, when you figure it all out, like, we, I had to get the police involved and all this stuff, so, and they figured out so much for me. That and, like, we got a forensic data analyst and a forensic accountant, and they were able to do so much stuff that I could never figure out. We got all kinds of stuff. Got websites taken down, we got IP addresses. But in reality, when she was questioned in her sworn deposition, she said that she had none of that. Her followers know the narrative that she has been spinning, and they start going on the attack, saying horrible things about myself, about H, about us together. Not only is she alleging that I have stalked her and that I have written about her on hate blogs, now she's implying that I might even result to violence. None of this is true, but this sort of thing incites her followers and keeps the drama and the narrative going so that they think that I am this dangerous person that has done all of these things. It's like what you see on Lifetime movies. Like, I literally never say anything but positive things to people on the internet. I've never gotten on social media in my life and, and said really hateful stuff to someone else. I've never gotten on social media and acted crazy and made up lies or anything like that. The False and Defamatory podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Crystal Wrighton, with music by Harry B. Ragsdale, who also serves as my audio engineer. First and foremost, I would like to thank my guests who generously shared their time and insight with us. I would also like to thank my husband, my mom, my children, my therapist, my attorneys, and trusted friends who walked with me through this process and made this podcast possible. Being able to finally speak the truth is incredibly healing, and I appreciate you listening more than I could accurately express. If you would like to continue receiving my latest episodes and stay up to date with my content, please subscribe to the False and Defamatory podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow False and Defamatory on social media with the handle at False and Defamatory. Links to False and Defamatory social media as well as my blog can be found in the episode notes and on falseanddefamatory.com. Listening to the False and Defamatory podcast is free on most platforms. However, if you prefer a video podcast or would like to see the documents discussed in the podcast shown on screen, you can subscribe to my Patreon, where you will enjoy these benefits as well as early access, bonus content, and ad-free listening. The defendant spread her false and defamatory claims to hundreds of thousands of followers for more than two years. My goal is to share the truth so it can reach each person who heard her lies. By sharing this podcast, you can help me achieve that goal. Your support means everything to me and helps me reach a wider audience. So please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with those you think would benefit from it. Thank you again for sharing and for listening. All social media posts referenced in this podcast were included in the evidence in case number 096-321-67820 in the 96th District Court of Tarrant County, Texas, where the jury unanimously ruled in my favor on August 24, 2022. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the False and Defamatory podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by the guests are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the view of the False and Defamatory podcast or Crystal Wrighton. Please do not make any attempts to reach out to the defendant or her followers. Names have been redacted to protect the privacy of the defendant and her army of followers who commented on her public posts. The unanimous jury verdict has not only provided me with justice, but also allows me to share my story. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth and to provide educational content regarding defamation and social media. If you have any questions about this or to view the documents discussed in this episode, please visit falseanddefamatory.com.